Good everyone, welcome to the Unbox Your Gift podcast. I'm your host, Rita Join. A warm welcome to you. This podcast is all about how to turn your passion into a profession. And in this episode, I want to really reflect on the International Women's Day. And the reason why is because of all the women, of every woman in history who is being acknowledged and is being reflected on on this auspicious week of International Women's Week and International Women's Day. I'm giving it an extra few days by calling it International Women's Week. Um, we really get to stand on the shoulders of those women who have gone before us. They've paved the way to allow us to engage in the fields of science, in, uh, in sports, in politics, in business. And that that grit that they displayed and the hardships that they endured that has enabled us to have an opportunity to engage in those things. We pay um, a great level of respect. And even those people who haven't, our mothers, our grandmothers, our great-great-grandmothers, our aunts, our um, our carers, our, those who have guided us, those who have, we have confided in, those friends that we, conf- we trust in that have befriended us, Every female that we know who has helped us become who we are and get us to where we are today, we acknowledge every one of those females because that's exactly what International Women's Day is, is the encouragement, the support and the reflection of that because together we rise. And I just want to reflect on why International Women's Day is celebrated. And one of the reasons why I personally believe it is, is uh, some words by the philosopher of Herbert Spencer. And Herbert Spencer uh, gives this quote. In the history of humanity, the saddest part concerns the treatment of women. There have been many things more conspicuously dreadful, like cannibalism, the torturing of prisoners, the sacrifice of victims to ghosts. Yet these have been but occasional. Whereas the brutal treatment of women have been universal and constant. And it's for that reason, in Herbert Spencer's words, that I believe that the UN in 1975 celebrated the International Women's Day in the International Women's Year of 1975. And then in 1977, they proclaimed, the UN proclaimed that March 8 would be the UN Day for Women's Rights and World Peace. And hence, we've been celebrating International Women's Day ever since 1977. And in conjunction with every mother and grandmother and aunt that we have been blessed to have in our lives and our friends and cousins and all the females around us who have encouraged us, guided us and been with us to get us to where we are, they are the unsung heroes. Those are the people whose names will never be, maybe will never read in a book or published online, but those names don't go um, unnoticed in front of our creator and that is the biggest takeaway of that but I all I want to do in this episode is just highlight a few of the women that have pioneered the different spheres of industry and how by their work and their tenacity and their grit and their defying, defying of all the odds we now have the opportunity to engage in the same spheres of industry that they so so courageously fought to be in. So, for example, Madam C.J. Walker created specialised hair products for African-American hair and was one of the first African-American women to become a self-made millionaire, which is absolutely huge 
considering the fact to be a self-made millionaire back in the early 1900s, that's absolutely unbelievable. I mean, to be a millionaire back then, what would that be worth now? Like quite a lot more. So my, but the beauty of that is that she went into a industry of business of an entrepreneur inventing a product, a hair product that helped African-Americans. And with that, she, and reading about her, she did a lot of live demonstrations, demonstrating her product, touring different cities and uh, counties to just really demonstrate her product and the effects of it. And that's how she was able to get the word around um, about her work, which is absolutely fascinating. That's Madam C.J. Walker, the trailblazer. Ehan Omar, the first woman to wear a hijab, the first refugee ever elected to Congress, and one of the first Muslim women elected to Congress. I think the biggest takeaway for that is, you know, to, to trailblaze within an industry is fantastic, but then to do it publicly and display it publicly with the headscarf, the hijab on your head, says a lot about someone's courage because it's not easy to, to constantly be branded as something because you identify with it. So if you have, for example, when you wear a hijab, you are known to be a Muslim, right? And so everything that you do, people are making a judgment, the fact that you're wearing a scarf, because that's tantamount. I mean, that's obvious. But to be able to go into a field where it's so volatile like politics, to be able to be the first refugee ever elected in Congress, that speaks huge because what she brings to the table is the story of a refugee, the plight of a refugee, the plight of what it is to be homeless, to be without, to be deprived, to be disenfranchised. And that speaks volumes to a government and an administration that is looking to fulfill the needs of its people. And that is trailblazing because, in fact, today at the luncheon, we were told that those women uh, in around the world, parliaments who have a, uh, an equal or a majority of women who represent the parliament, the statistically they were saying this morning at breakfast at the International Women's Day breakfast I was attending, that they have a happier population because the representation of women brings a different perspective. Their experiences are different. Their interpretations are different. And the needs of women are different. And therefore, if you have a spokesman that represents that, you can close the gap a lot better. And so Ihan Omar is the first woman to wear a hijab, the first refugee elected to Congress, one of the first women, Muslim women elected to Congress. The third person we, we're talking about today is Sahli Work Zodeh. My apologies, I'm butchering the name. Sahli Work Zodeh, which is who became the first female president of Ethiopia. So Zewed, Zewed. I think that's how you pronounce it. Z-E-W-D-E. 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 All right. Okay. My apologies. She's also currently the first, the only female head of state in the entire African continent. Stacey Cunningham has become the first New York Stock Exchange's first female president in the organization's 226-year history. So the New York Stock Exchange has been around for 226 years and Stacey Cunningham is their first female president. Billie Jean King, she has 39 Grand Slam titles for tennis and once refused to play at a major tournament until prize money for women and men was the same. She totally succeeded in securing that. 
not only that there was uh, a movie made about that called the battle of the sexes i think it was something to do with the 1970s and she won that match as well so stacy i mean the fact that she was able to rally for equal pay for men and women in a game like tennis it paved the way for everyone that's playing tennis right now to enjoy the benefits of what they have because of a trailblazer like this lady Marie Curie or Marie Curie became the first woman to win a Nobel Prize and the first person, man or woman, to win the award twice in her field of science. And so these women, these women are the ones who actually, you know, and these are just a small amount. These are just like a small fraction of a huge pool of women who stood out. I mean, in the mid 19th century, Medicine was not open to many women, but Elizabeth Blackwell succeeded to become America's first female doctor. And that's, that's just absolutely huge. So, you know, each woman has been in some kind of hot water to make her difference. She had to defy something. She had to defy limitation of getting into business or limitation of education or because the industry didn't allow women or whatever it was. Every woman had to, had to sit in this tub of hot water, that resistance, that limitation, for them to become the doctor, the Nobel Prize winner, to uh, warrant equal prize money in tennis. And there's, there's a saying, okay, there's a saying. And I, I'm hoping that it's a comic that said this. But there's a, a saying that says, a woman is like a teabag. You can't tell how strong she is until you put her in hot water. And if it's in business or politics or sport or science or in any other sphere, it's women like these who have been able to unbox their gift and be resilient in getting to that that allows us to be inspired and now for the opportunity to inspire others with our own contribution. So because they were able to unbox their gift, we celebrate them on the International Women's Day because they inspire all of us. And the way they inspire us, inspire us is to strive to pass every hot water situation we face till the end of time. Because they were in the hot water, we know that their strength, their grit, prove to us that we have it within ourselves. And so if we face any quote unquote hot water, we know that it's just the gateway into the next step. It's just the gateway getting closer to the end result or the end outcome of what we're after. Because once we can contribute, then we become the next trailblazers for those who are going to stand on our shoulders as we are currently standing on their shoulders. So wherever you are in the world, wherever you're doing, I hope you take this time today to reflect on the contribution that you make in whatever you're doing, in whatever capacity it is, it makes a contribution because we just don't know who we inspire and we just don't know who we can support. And we just don't know what little things that we're doing, that we are doing that makes a big difference for someone else. And then having said that, uh, whether you are a mum at home, whether you are working full time, whether you're not, whether you're traveling, whether you've retired, where, what, single, doesn't matter. Each one of us, we, our may, names may not be listed on any book or any internet or have any songs written about us, but who we are, we don't forget each other. We don't forget about the people that have impacted us. And to those people we salute, to those people who have inspired us, those women who have inspired us, we give gratitude to because it's their ability to unbox their gift that allows us to know that it's possible for us to do the same.